Sometimes you just need to kick back, relax, and check in on things in life that affect us every day without adding too much controversy while still focusing on the challenges and joys of everyday life. We've got a show for you about everything from health, life, love, and wealth. Let's wrap up your Saturday with sensible, engaging talk about the topics you missed during the week. This is Alexandra and Friends. This is Alexandra with Alexandra and Friends 660 The Answer. This show is brought to you by Miller Title, Roberto Perez, Texas. I'm here today again with my friends and co-host, V, Courtney, and we have an amazing guest today by the name of Ray Cash. Boy, he sounds like a movie star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good evening. Hello. How are you, ladies? Doing well. So we're going to bring Ray on here in the next couple segments. So let's get caught up. We've had a, a busy, fun, crazy week. What's been going on? Well, we tried to do hot chocolate bombs and it was a disaster. V went out and got the mold and yeah. all of like uh, ingredients to make hundreds of of chocolate bombs. Okay. And I don't know if you have seen this, but the the hot chocolate has a chocolate coating around it and you can put marshmallows or peppermints or peanut butter cups or whatever you want in it. And you pour the hot milk and it's supposed to be this elaborate decorative explosion of hot chocolate into the milk. And, and that was not what exactly happened. And we think maybe we nope. used the wrong chocolate, but it, the kids drank it and that's really all that matters. They didn't really know the difference, but you gave me all of the stuff, so now I have all of these things, yes. which the kids have tried to unsuccessfully replicate how it works via TikTok videos and YouTube tutorials. Yeah. And I and so thanks. Thanks for that. Well, my idea, because sometimes I have some dumb ideas, was to make like three of them and put in a box and send to my clients. And then I was not able to do either one. So, But you did have successful pasta making skills. So I don't know what's oh pasta making the pasta yes. the spaghetti yes. and and uh, you know Alexander her and I don't we don't really cook it's not really a thing I like, don't cook at listen all. pasta is the easiest thing in the world to make it's a go to for anybody with kids that just needs a quick meal right I kid you not we sat in that kitchen for almost two hours while they. They did the dough and then they ran it through the press and then they did the dough and then they ran it. I mean, a hundred times ran it through and then we got to cut it and then we got to cook it. And it was amazing. But good grief, we could have eaten three meals in that time period. But we got extra to take take home. We ate that. It was delicious. So thank you for that. But I'm going to stick with the dollar the dollar boxes at the store. <laughs> I well, just it sounds like you guys to... have a lot of fun. This is what's all about with Alexander just... friends because we have the nicest friends. We are just a team. Here. I just want to apologize to all the Italians that are listening to the lady <laughs> talk about the dollar pasta. It's just like, but that's yeah. called easy cooking. You easy boil cooking. the water, yeah. boil the stick water. it in there, and then you. What do you well, do with and it? I made the sauce too. You made the sauce, yes. From and scratch. and the thing is, like, I'm I'm that person that literally takes the can of sauce out of the pantry and just pours it on the pasta. I don't even heat it up. I mean, we're just. I mean, it's it's just easy. It's different. Okay. It is different. Well, but wanna, you know what? Everyone's fed and no one's hungry. So <laughs> all I want to say is, what is a chocolate bomb? It's it's a hot chocolate coated in chocolate, and you. I'm going to send we're you the video. Put, and we're going to put the video let's on our page, one, too. Let's make one for Alexander so he knows. <laughs> I, we're going I, I to do like our... To, I don't like chocolate. What do you mean you don't I like do chocolate? I do not like chocolate. So I just couldn't well, What do you up. do about for sweets? I, I, I Are you a salty? Chocolate. You like no, chips? I, no, I'll eat uh, those hot 
uh, those hot tamales, the little oh the candies, candies. If I, and that's because they're hot. That's it. But I don't mm. like chocolate. It's oh, no. it's uh, I just feel like uh, I my don't mom know. don't like ice cream. What? Yeah. My mom, I was going to say that's un-American, but she's not, I know. <laughs> she's not American, so I guess maybe that's why. But no, she doesn't like ice cream. And I was like, how is that even possible? She was like, yeah, I mean, I don't like, you know, like, whoa. And now someone that doesn't like chocolate. Well, I have never liked chocolate. I really have never really liked very much sweets. Well, I'll eat a little sweets. It's just kind of weird. I'm a kind of a weird person when it comes to eating. I pick a lot. Hmm. But, I wish I had that problem. That's <laughs> why she's skinny. I know, that's why you're so thin. You know, and the whole thing is, it's just me and my husband. So I don't really, he he's, he does all his own little thing. And I just, I'll stop at uh, Fiesta and pick up tamale. I'll stop at uh, somewhere else and pick up something else. And just maybe eat one meal. I like, I eat one meal a day and that's it. That's okay, what so we need to start doing. Corporation, <laughs> if you are listening to us, you can sponsor our show, right? <laughs> you're listening to Alexander and Friends. So we're here with. Courtney, MV, and our wonderful, wonderful producer, Mike. Mike's the man. Mike's the man. Well, and I just want to let everybody know that I did my assessment and the Rob's website. Rob Well, mm-hmm. yes. we had him on last week. And you are right, Courtney. I hate to say that, but you know me. Just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. But I mean, it's good. Didn't you see some things on there that kind of shed light on some opportunities that you need to work on? Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting saying no more. You know, and putting my my own uh, priorities before others. I'm trying. It's been 37 years doing the same, so it's going to take a while. But Excellent. I think it's it's. I think it's, it's a worthwhile assessment, and you can find yeah. that on our Facebook, Alexander and Friends. So I want to talk a little bit about um, uh, the coming to the end of the year now, mm-hmm. and we're just uh, kind of like getting our our whole life together. And I want to mention to you that I really enjoyed very much having Amy. Amy was awesome. Awesome. The show was awesome. But I think we need to bring her back and talk about probate. probate. Mm-hmm. Because the more and more people I meet today, I, I've been very lucky this year. My business is tremendous. And I'm emphasizing. I just spoke to some of my clients. We need to get her in there and, and talk. Mm-hmm. Because it's becoming a very serious situation. I'm going through it. So... I can tell you we're having problems with the bank. We're having problems with this because my mother-in-law didn't have a will. Oh, wow. Didn't have, we don't, you know, and, and my father-in-law is, is, is terminally ill. So I want to make sure that we bring her back because I think it was one of the best shows ever. Yep. Well, and I think the we big, have the best shows. Anyway. Of course. <laughs> I think the big takeaway for me with that show is that it's fine to have a will. That's, that's like your the first base. line of defense, yeah. right? That's where you start. But then uh, to avoid some more sticky situations and more expense that what is it the revocable trust revocable yes and and that's something that outlines specifically so there's nobody fighting over what you know i always tell i always tell my clients and my friends that think about the house the first thing that you have is a foundation okay what it doesn't matter you can have a million dollar chandelier or you can have the most expense furniture if you do not have a good foundation you're going to have trouble in the future mm-hmm. so think about the foundation of a house what you have in the foundation you have your life insurance your car insurance your house insurance your health insurance your umbrella your will your trust so and i understand people are so involved these days in make money and invest money and buy 
uh, or they don't have the money. They say they don't have the money. And that's something like. And they don't think about the foundation. If your foundation is not uh, is not in place, you will have problem. You can have like money in the bank. You can have stocks. You can have 401k. You can have this, that and that. And then suddenly you are in a car accident and you are in the middle of a lawsuit or you have a pool and you don't have the right coverage for your house mm-hmm. and god forbid someone jump the fence and mm-hmm. die in your pool and now you know. well how about this how about the couples or family members that one spouse handles all of the affairs okay and then that particular spouse and and this is real life story i had a a, a friend who found her husband dead in in the bathtub and and she doesn't know where anything is. She doesn't know where the accounts or his bank account set up in his name. She can't get access. And there's money in those accounts. I mean, this is why it's important to have these conversations and have everything written down and put somewhere either at a friend's house, at the bank, in a lockbox, something where it's accessible. And, you know, I just... Fortunately, I handle all that stuff, all that stuff. So, but I mean, there's, that's not the norm. There's usually one person that handles it and, and the other person doesn't know what's going on. Talking about that, I, there was a comment about your conversation on the little booklet that you keep. Mm -hmm. It was the one of, in our Facebook page, Mm -hmm. by the way, if you're listening to us, go to our Facebook page. Alexandra and Friends. Yes. And our email, alexandraandfriends660 at gmail.com. Check us out, like us, post, send us a message. We love the interaction. We love your ideas. And Call we have Alexandra. sponsorships available. Mm-hmm. Call Alexandra. Yes. She loves when you guys call her. Well, let's, <laughs> you know, and that's something to bring up. I mean, I think you had mentioned that someone was questioning what we all do for work. And so I think we need to revisit that. Alexandra, you're you're a realtor in the DFW well, area. I also have a marketing company. So I have I do uh, I, I run campaigns. I, I do fundraising for companies. So besides that, uh, you know, so this is good to know. You're in the in the insurance business, mm-hmm. which is very important. Very important. And V's is in the financial. Yes. So we are one stop shop. We right. are. We are. So <laughs> buy and uh, insure and then write Protect. that out. Yes. <laughs> right away. Yes. So, you know, that's the way it goes. But you know, it's very tragic because I was just, re- uh, I was listening to the news yesterday. It was a horrible uh, automobile accident coming in from Lubbock, I believe. Six people oh died. My goodness. One whole family. And you start thinking, wow, were they covered? Mm-hmm. It was a terrible accident. Well, we think like that. <laughs> we think yeah, like most that. people most don't people think don't. that, but that's why that's why you have us that, for us to think right. about that that's and right. to try to get that in front of you when, uh, and the importance of it. Courtney, I have a question for you, and that's something that I never understood because back back home, back in Brazil, insurance is not mandatory. So even if you are financing a car or a house. Insurance is not mandatory. So that was a new concept when we moved here that we need to learn and everything. And sometimes I, I listen to people say, oh, I just want the state limits. Mm-hmm. So why did, And I know that you don't like that. I don't do that. You don't do that. No. And yeah, I know that's a fight. Yep. So the time. state for the auto limits in Texas, the minimum required liability limits are 30000 for bodily injury for one person. Up to sixty thousand total for all the people that maybe you're responsible for, maybe another car, maybe the people in your car uh, for their injury, and then twenty five thousand dollars for property damage. So that's other cars, laptops, phones, guardrails, signs, and well, you know, 
We have those trucks that is worth like 50,000. Oh, yeah. You if you happen to not be paying attention or traffic comes to a stop on the highway and you you can't avoid the accident and you take out a brand new Mercedes, BMW, Tesla and you carry state minimum limits, do you know what's going to happen? No. Your insurance isn't going to be able to pay the entire claim and you know what the other insurance company is going to do? They're no. going to say Excuse me, you owe us another 20, 25,000 or more. Yeah. And they're going to come after you directly. And I don't think people understand that. I had, when I worked claims, I had people set up on payment plans for years, making $20 payments to insurance companies to pay back what they couldn't cover in an accident. I mean, just spend, the, it's like 8 or $10 more just to bump the coverage up. It's worth every single penny. And if you've got teen drivers, you need to have at least limits, you know, 100, 300. Yeah. And I know also uh, umbrella. Talk to me about umbrella. The umbrella coverage is typically you could do a one million. There's some companies offer two million plus, and that's excess liability, and that stacks on top of your home or auto insurance coverage. There's a minimum underlying limits that you need to carry to qualify you for an uh, umbrella, and that could be something where, you know, off the wall example is you've got a kid that is babysitting um, a toddler down the street. And she decides to feed that baby lunch and she cuts up hot dogs and grapes and she doesn't cut them up small enough. And that toddler chokes and passes away. Those parents are going to come after you to go ahead and pay for their damages of their lost child. And I know all of us here would think that, you know, a minimum coverage on a home policy, 300,000, 500,000. We would think that our child's life would be uh, more than that. And that's where the umbrella could potentially step in and, and pay for something like that. So it's extremely important. But these are these are why we're here. We have our information on our Facebook at Alexander and Friends. If you've got questions, shoot us a message and we can definitely reach out to you and have that conversation. You're listening to Alexander and Friends on 660 The Answer. And we'll be right back. And now Alexandra and Friends presents questions with the sponsor. Here is Alexandra with Roberto Perez of Miller Title. Roberto, what is a title company? Why should I close on a title company? A title company is necessary to handle a transfer of real estate transactions. So it could either be commercial or residential. And we basically make sure that everything in the transaction goes per the contract. To learn more about Miller Title and Roberto Perez, go to MillerTitleTX.com. Welcome back to Alexandra and Friends 660 The Answer. I'm Alexandra, and my co-host here is V and Courtney, and we have a guest which Courtney is going to be introducing. I'm so excited about tonight's guest. Ray Cash is our is our guest here today, and Ray is one of my best friends. We've been friends for years. We knew each other Again, sport-related, I played softball. He was uh, a player and also umpired a lot of my games, and so we became friends throughout that. And then our daughters ended up being um, teammates on the same basketball team, and so we've traveled kind of as a pack, and uh, I, I feel like we're probably going to be lifelong friends. So Amen. I'm I'm Amen. glad that you're here. A little bit about Ray. Um, his story is inspiring. I think that this is something if you maybe have been in this situation or you're in this situation or you have a family member that has struggled with addiction, um, this is something definitely to tune in for and and get some insight on how somebody can be saved and moved in the direction of a, a great, positive, 
impactful life. And so Ray, Ray doesn't have any books written. He doesn't have any websites. He is not uh, famous. Um, you know, some of the guests that we've had ha- are known internationally, but the amount of people that Ray touches on a daily basis is amazing. Um, he has positively impacted thousands of people and he's definitely been an impact in our life. And I hope his story can inspire you to do uh, the same. So, Ray, with no further ado, Mr. Ray Cash, thank you so much for coming to the show. Thank you. So we talked a little bit yesterday kind of about, you know, what we were going to speak about in our two segments that we have with you today. And I think you should bring us back through where you're from, your journey. Um, and I know that that we talked about your baseball career. So start us off. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Pacific, Missouri. It's a suburb of St. Louis. And um, I ended up going to, as a baseball player, played basketball. I played the trumpet. I sang and danced. And um, God had blessed me with a lot of gifts. And um, I went to St. Louis University on a baseball scholarship. And it was an NCAA Division I school. All I could imagine was playing big league baseball. And I got to college. I'd never partied. I kind of went to church a little bit as a kid, but I never really put my faith in Christ. And, um, man, I'll tell you what, I got to college, and I wasn't ready. The peer pressure was crazy. And I began to party and do things that nobody would have guessed I was capable of doing. I wouldn't even know that person. Uh, (laughs) You know what I mean? That guy was crazy. (laughs) And um, it went by so fast, and I, I wound up the drugs and the alcohol began to get to me and I ended up failing out of school and I uh, went on and I began, I, I partied recreational drug with drugs and then I started getting into hard drugs mm-hmm. and the drug that I got addicted to was a drug called methamphetamine. And I started out doing it as uh, you know, just to help me out a little bit with, you know, playing better ball or cause it, it might wires you up. So were you still playing baseball at that point when you failed no, out of school? What, no. Did you, did you ever get any of that big league attention? Yes. What yes. happened with I that? Ta- I talked a whole lot with scouts and, and uh, talked with the St. Louis Cardinals and about the draft. And um, Steve Rabb, he was the head scout for the Cardinals at the time, and him and I had talked. And I didn't go, and I just I put it off. I was very arrogant at the time, and um, I wound up um, – when I flunked out of school, I got into another game called slow pitch softball. And that's where we met playing mm-hmm. with the softball. But um, I actually was a very good ball player. I got to uh, play on some of the best teams in the country. I traveled a lot. I even pitched on ESPN one time. Mm-hmm. Got got killed whenever I pitched in a <laughs> game. But I had an opportunity to do a lot of really neat things in the softball. And uh, I was also uh, had become, um, in my addiction, I began to have a lot of issues with, um, with the police, with the law, Mm -hmm. with, with my health, with keeping a job, spent a lot of time in jail. Um, and then I became an atheist. I didn't believe in anything. And so I was spiraling down at a, at a rate. It it was like several near death experiences. Mm -hmm. And so I have overdosed. I've cut my wrist. I've lived on the streets. I've eaten out of dumpsters. I've been in 15 rehabs trying to get clean and sober. I just couldn't do it. So after you got out of college, you started playing uh, slow pitch softball. And then were you working at any given point? You know, at the um, age of 
31, if I'm not mistaken, I went to work for Southwest Airlines. I was doing maintenance on planes, uh, interior maintenance. And after I got out of my fourth rehab, I think it was at Southwest, they put me through four rehabs. When I got on my fourth one, uh, they let me go. And so um, they had just gotten tired of my bunk. And that was tough because I didn't have a trade. And so uh, the, here I am, I'm closing in at, on the age of 40 years old. I have no trade and I become homeless and I'm sleeping on the streets. And while I was, I, while I was on the streets, I had a, a, a Christian guy that had found me and he come and he offered me a place to stay. And I went and stayed with him and for, I was there for about two weeks and I just, again, I couldn't stay clean and sober and I wound up robbing him. And I took his car, I took his wallet, I headed out. I was gone for three or four days, and when I ran out of gas and money, I called him on the phone, and he's like, Travis, uh, did you call the police? And he said, no. And I said, well, can I come stay one more night? And he's like, yes. And I was like, man, I couldn't couldn't figure it out, man. This guy's like, all right, man, I got another place to sleep tonight, you know. And I get over there, and he's like, um, Ray, I love you. And I'm like, man, how can you love me, dude? I said, I just robbed you. How can you love me? And he said, I love you because I have Jesus in my heart. And I just, I just didn't get it. And he said, can I pray with you? And I said, no, you know, I don't believe in that stuff. And so he had told me I could stay that night. And so I had set out on the back porch. When you do drugs like I did, you don't do drugs anymore to party. You do drugs to feel normal. That's how it had gotten for me. And so I'm sitting on the back porch, and I'd taken some stuff to help me sleep, and I was waiting to pass out, basically, from being up for four or five days from partying, and I heard a scream in this apartment complex where he lives. And there was a gentleman there that had been abusing a girl, and I told her I would help her out next time I heard it. And uh, he wound up, there was a murder there that night, and I went through the whole seeing this go on and everything. And up until then, I thought I was pretty tough, pretty invincible. And when you see somebody killed that way, I got shot three times in front of me. And when you see somebody killed that way, you realize you're just, you know, I almost fell apart, you know? And so, um, they, this guy ended up, he ends up going to prison and for a couple of days I couldn't sleep. I remember now when I was doing math, I stayed up for days at a time. So I've been up five days and I went to this church. They were going to feed me that night. This guy that I stayed with, he let me go in and get some dinner that night. And I went over there and these guys came up and they started talking to me and they shared their faith with me. And they asked me if I would like to put my trust in Jesus that I did that night. So 15 rehabs, I couldn't get clean the night I put my faith in Jesus. That was almost 21 years ago, and I've been clean and sober ever since. So God is good. You're listening to Alexander and Friends 660, The Answer. I'm here with V and Courtney and our guest, Mr. Ray Cash. And we're looking forward to listening to more of his wonderful journey. I like how you went in. We're about to start bawling our eyes out. And Alexander comes in and just, she's like, nope, we're not doing that on this show. Not today. Thank thank you, Alexander. (laughs) Great, great story. I have a question to ask you. Uh, I've been, what meant, what was to you being an atheist? Explain to me what that means. Well, I didn't believe there was anything. I didn't, I just, uh, I, I spent some time in jail. And when I was in jail, they had this man called the teacher, and he would teach on atheism. And he, 
he came into our our cells. We called our cells our house. You know, there was like it would sit. There's six of us sleeping in this cell, and this teacher would come in and he would teach on atheism. And I was very vulnerable at the time. I was looking for something. We're we're all looking for something. We're looking for something to fill our heart with joy, with love, with peace, and. And I was looking for something, and this guy began to talk on atheism, and, and it seemed to make sense to me at the time. So right then I stopped believing. I didn't believe there was a God. I just thought there was nothing. Mm-hmm. It was just there's us, and that's it. And, you know, it's kind of a coward's way out because what we do is, is we, it's, there's no accountability. If you say you don't believe, then there's no accountability in our lives, not really. And so I didn't believe in anything. That's I didn't believe in God. I didn't believe in Jesus. I just didn't think there was any afterlife. We die, and that's it. Did you believe in yourself? No. I guess that's no, what atheism is. Yeah. Okay. It's the reason I'm asking that question because lately it's a big conversation. Yes, it is. You get to hear more and more people. There, um, there's no structure coming from the homes. There's no structure coming from the families, and it's sad because you don't believe in anything, not even right. in yourself. I had a praying grandma that was just awesome. Uh, Grandma Anderson, and she was just sprayed for me every single day. And my mama took me to church and dropped me off as a kid, but I sat in the back row with the girls. I didn't like go there to learn anything, hear anything. It was just go hang out with the friends or whatever. So when you don't have a relationship with God, um, my life had not only was it empty, the influence of the things like the atheism and the drugs and that, it just it took over. You know, that was my life. That was my God basically. Hmm. At that point, you were single, right? Yes. And it's really sad because a lot of times we see this happening and you have a family involved. So you have like wife, you have kids and. Well, I did have a, I was married and I went through a divorce, an ugly divorce, and I was not a good husband. I was not a good stepdad um, to her kids. And like I said, it was all about the drugs for me and just surviving every day. And so, um, when I say I didn't have a family then or I was single, I went through a period of time where it was just, we were apart and it was just me. And when it was just me and nobody, I had nobody to be accountable to, then it really took off. I mean, accountability is everything in our lives today. And uh, I had none. And so, and I liked it that way. How about your family? Mom, dad, uh, sisters, brothers? You know, my dad was, um, was a barber. Um, he was a good man. He worked hard. He was not a Christian until he turned 70 years old, passed away at the age of 75. My mother's still alive. She's battling dementia right now, but she was a Christian woman, and she did pray for me and take me to church. So, yeah, pretty good mom. Well, let's go ahead and we'll wrap up this portion. I want to learn more about Sober and Saved. What is it, February 1st? It'll be 21 years. It's amazing. So we'll be right back, Alexander and friends. And now Alexandra and Friends presents questions with the sponsor. Here is V with Roberto Perez of Miller Title. What type of title do buyers get? Ah, hello, your accent. Um, buyers get a warranty deed. So it's not like a car title, right, where you get like a blue title. It's just uh, literally a piece of paper, but it's called a warranty deed. To learn more about Miller Title and Roberto Perez, go to MillerTitleTX.com. You're listening to Alexander and Friends. Thank you so much for uh, coming to our show and listen. 
please go into our Facebook page and like us. Alexandra and Friends on Facebook. We're here. Courtney yeah. V. Alexandra and our amazing guest, Ray Cash. We, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm I'm out of my, oh, my, yeah. my mind tonight. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So if you've been listening, we've learned about Ray's uh, initial journey through addiction and his sober and save date of February 1st, 2000. That's you. And so we're going to let you take it from here. And, and I feel like this is probably the best part of the story. And I'm excited because I know this, Ray. I can't imagine... Ray, addi- addict Ray. I, I can't even imagine right. that. So I'm excited to hear. So take the floor. It's all yours. Well, 20 years ago at this time, I was actually homeless on the streets. And so through the help of a young man, he took me in and and uh, loved on me, cared about me. His name was Travis, and he was just a terrific guy. And he showed me what Jesus, what it meant to have a relationship with Christ. I got clean and sober. And after two months, I went to pastor and said, look, you know, I want to change everything. I want to change my personality. How, how can God use me? I'm on fire here, man. I'm a brand new creation in Christ, and I want to figure out what to do. How can I change my personality? And he goes, oh, Ray, he said, Jesus made you the way he made you. He said, you know, you were a radical partier. You'll probably be a radical Christian. And he said, he's <laughs> going to put you in a place where you can bring glory to him. Hey, within six months, I was doing prison ministry. I was playing softball in prisons against inmates and sharing my faith and with guys that lived the way that I used to live. Wow. I mean, how much better can get than that, you know, to serve God? On top of that, um, two months into my sobriety, uh, I told him I was lonely. And he said, when you're ready and she's ready, God will bring you guys together. <laughs> and he brings me to Kristen, man. And she's like a black belt at not putting up with my garbage, you know. I mean, she's <laughs> tough. And so she she's just terrific. And so we we date for we get engaged after a week. We get married after a month. Oh God! And that was, that was fast. that'll be twenty one. <laughs> you know, we're coming twenty one years. This May will be. You know that we just met and got married. Two daughters, you know? right? You got two daughters, Kaylin. She's a junior. Kirby's a freshman. Uh, Kaylin's a drum major in the band. Kirby's a basketball player. She plays. She's a freshman playing on the varsity team at Wiley East. I'm actually the announcer for the games at the Wiley East basketball game. Show so. us some of your announcing. Break it okay. out for us. For those in attendance and the many cheering from around our town, let's get ready to play basketball. Love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, you know, the, the journey with God has been, it, it's been tough. Don't get me wrong. When you live a certain way for 20 years and you do dope, just doing something simple like getting up and going to work was hard for me. I didn't have a trade, and uh, I started doing pools. God gave me something simple that I could do. I have a little pool business where I take care of swimming pools, but it frees up my time to do things like this right here. And this is what God called me to do. And and I want to share a little bit about the prison ministry. I go in, and I've met serial killers. I've met people that you just wouldn't believe. That everything that you see on TV with prison, I met those kinds of inmates. And I've had an opportunity to share my faith with guys that it changes. It's like Jesus can change anybody. He changes you from the inside out. And if God could do what he did with me, I've had inmates say, if God could do that with you, he can do it with me. And I get to share Christ with him and I get to beat him up in softball while I'm doing it. <laughs> and so I, I quit playing softball a couple of years ago. Um, just be, I'm 61 years old and having my knee worked on. So I've taken a little time off, but, uh, I'm coming out of retirement when I get this knee fixed. So. <laughs> but anyway, um, my wife is a teacher in Wiley. 
and um, we attend um, Gateway Community Church. Oh, it's a wonderful church, and and uh, Pastor Blake's listening. And so, um, wow. what do you say, Brother Blake? <laughs> and so, but anyway, um, we have a blessed life now. And it, you know, the the first thing was that I want to encourage people is is that if you're into addiction and you start coming out, we're quick fix artists because we want what we want. We want it yesterday. We want to. We want to feel better now. We want to do better now. We want to have a job now. We want to have a good marriage now. And we took all this time becoming an addict and messing our lives up. It takes some work to get back into it. You know, when we put our faith in Christ, that's about what he did and our trust in him. But in our relationship with God, we have to make the effort. God gives us the tools. He gives us the things to do, and we have to make that effort. And so I'm, you know, I'm pumped up, man. I mean, it's like I'm 61 years old, and I still feel like I'm, well, 30 some days, you know, but the old body don't move that way, but I'm still feel good, you know, in my heart, and my head. So you're listening to Alexander and friends, 660, Thanks. the answer. I'm here with my friends, Courtney and V and a wonderful guest by the name of Ray Cash. You have a, um, a name like a movie star. I always get teased about uh, Johnny, Johnny Cash. Cash. And yeah. uh, the other day I mentioned to a young lady, Hey, no, you know, I'm paying it to yeah. register. No kin folk to Johnny Cash. And she said, Who's Johnny Cash? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> so, Ray, and let me ask uh, you a question. 2020, it's been like a tough year for a lot of people, you mm-hmm. know, not just because of the economical environment, but also, you know, people are uh, isolated. They are quarantined. And we know that there is a lot of people in a bad mental place. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people think that, there is no way. That's mm-hmm. the way that they're going to live their lives, and that is the new normal. And I mm-hmm. think that everything that you told us showed that, no, things can change. Yes. So what do you like to say to these people that are listening to us right now? Well, there's so much going on in the world, whether it's politics or, or the coronavirus or division of between brothers and sisters and families and that. There's so much going on. And, and I'll just say that my, all of my hope rests in Jesus. Every bit of it rests in Christ. I read my Bible every day, and the reason that I'm in the Word of God is because the answer to everything, it's the blueprints of the world. It's how we're to deal with whatever in, in our lives. Uh, I just, I, I have joy. I, I, I want to go out and serve. When we're serving, it gives you purpose in life doing this today, man, I couldn't hardly sleep last night because it excites me to be able to not only share with how I got clean and sober, but the person that is responsible for helping me do it. It was Jesus, you know? And so, uh, you know, I love doing these kinds of things. So, you know, I, Hey, keep your heads up, everybody. I mean, you know, God is good. You know, the, the Bible says we win. The Bible says the Christian wins and, and there's a lot of things going on in the world. Keep looking because there's always light. Uh, and I'll share something with y'all. I lost a daughter 16 years ago. She died in my arms. And uh, when she died, uh, I, part of me, I, I, it's, it's like there was a hopeless feeling at that particular time. And do you know that we were at the hospital? We had, she was one of two twins. Kaylin was a tw- her twin and Kobe. And Kobe passed away at 13 hours after she was born. But when she died... I felt like God gave me a word as I went out in the car because I was about five years clean at the time and God gave me a word. I went out in the car and I was thinking about going and getting some alcohol and drinking Mm. again because the pain was just overwhelming. 
my, because of my relationship with God and the things I've been doing, I felt like God was speaking to me. And God said, go in the hospital and share me with others. Bring glory to me. Now, my other daughter, Kaylin, wasn't supposed to live either. They were twins born early, and she wasn't supposed to live either. And as I'm going in the hospital, I feel like God whispered in my ear, by the way, Kaylin's going to be okay. Now, go in that hospital and bring glory to me. I went in the hospital. Kristen and I, Kaylin was in there for almost six months in that incubator. The whole time we were there, we shared Christ. We prayed with people. The nurses took us to these stations down in the NICU, and we got to hang out and pray with people during surgeries and that. So God had a plan even through the death of my daughter. And the good news is I will see my daughter again one day at glory. Yes, you will. So, amen. Amen. Right on, man. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I always say that God is not opportunist, but he can use every opportunity. God, you know? God has a plan for every single one of us. Every single one of us, God's got a plan for it, no matter what your background is. He can use anybody. And let's say we have uh, someone at home right now and they need help with their pool. I know that you have a pool business, so how can they contact you? Well, (laughs) I'll just leave my information with you all and uh, you take it from there. How's that? Yeah, we can post on our Facebook page. That is? That would be great. Alexander and Friends, 660 The Answer. Amen. What other questions do you guys have for Ray? Well, I have one question for yes, you. Ma'am. What do you do now? What, what is your profession? What What do you do on an everyday life now that you've done all this and you get to the journey? What is your routine. What well, is? I I have a pool business uh-huh. and I'm doing my best to keep up with that right now. I'm having a knee replacement on the 18th of this month if if they don't cancel it because of all the Corona COVID. stuff going uh-huh. on. But um, that's I do the pool business. I'm very involved in my kids' stuff. I played the trumpet myself as a young person in band and stage band and so my daughter plays the trumpet and she's a drum major so I get to help participate with that excellent and then I got to play basketball in school my wife was a basketball player and so we get to help our freshmen she plays ball so we get to do that together so there's a lot of um, um I'm busy uh I probably don't have to work but about three and a half four days a week but uh I'm real busy I stay busy in the ministry I teach Sunday school church I'm just having fun with my life, you know. I mean, it's and he also calls. We can also call him Santa Claus. Because, I was just gonna say he yes, looks like Santa Claus. <laughs> he he's gonna call Fred. And last year on Christmas, he was Santa Claus for Fred, and that was we can both the video. Do you still too. have the the Santa? I do. I have oh, the okay. Santa outfit, and because uh, Clint I'm, wouldn't fit into that this year. <laughs> I, when I walked into that room, and Fred came, the look on his face was priceless. I yeah. the whole night. I mean, I loved the whole night we we're spending with friends and that. But when Watching Fred and the joy that came, man, I was like, man, this is the bomb, man. I mean, we're yeah. seeing a, a kid react this way, and so that 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 yeah. touched me. I, anytime I can help, I'd love to. Well, you're going to have to wear your your um, Santa Claus mm-hmm. uh, and take a picture. No. Okay, I don't, I will. you know, and then we can post it because <laughs> that will. way we'll tell everybody oh, Santa oh, Claus. Oh, I sure will. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, especially me. <laughs> Well, we're so excited to have you here. What an, you. what an amazing story, and I hope that you can deliver more information to other people within your journey as you go. Thank you. Well, and, and I just want to encourage everyone out there. I know it's a tough time right now, but, you know, read your Bible, say your prayers, and remember God's looking out for you. God's in control, okay? And Thank stay you. busy. Stay, stay busy. busy. Absolutely, yeah. man. Serve. Serve. Anytime. Yeah. And happy. So, Army? And happy. Oh, joy. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you so much, Ray. Bless y'all. You're listening to Alexander and Friends 660 The Answer. This show is brought to you by Roberto Perez with Miller Title. We'll be right back. Now, Alexandra and Friends presents questions with the sponsor. Here is Courtney with Roberto Perez of Miller Title. Roberto, what is title insurance? I'm glad you asked. Uh, title insurance is what you would get as a guarantee that the transfer of your real estate transaction is clear. So it's kind of like the uh, insurance policy for that sale. To learn more about Miller Title and Roberto Perez, go to MillerTitleTX.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Alexander Friends 660 The Answer. I'm here with my friend Courtney. And remember, we're Alexander Friends. So, Courtney V. And we have a wonderful guest by the name of Ray Cash, which we're going to try and finish his interview because he's making us cry. And we need now happiness. And he can sing, I understand, right, Courtney? Can you sing? You do a little. Are you ready? Yeah, it was. Well, it's Christmas time, pretty baby. I'm talking Santa Claus is coming to town. (laughs) Santa Claus is coming to town, Courtney. Well, it's Christmas time, pretty baby. I'm talking Santa Claus is coming to town. Well, he's rooting, tooting, rooting, rode off. That Santa Claus, my hero's coming to town. (laughs) Wow, you! I tell you, our show just. We just discover a new story here. <laughs> we do. Yeah. <laughs> I have not even words. Okay. Let's go back here, guys. I, I think we need to bring V into the conversation this morning. She's, I, I, just, she's so enthralled with the with the with our guests that I, I think she's just kind of yeah. Left I'm us. all over the place. But anyway, end of the year. Let's talk small business. It's important to support small business. Well, we are small business. Remember, yeah. we are small business, and and that's I think one of the biggest issues that we have is that our support as a business, independent business, we have to find it within ourselves, and uh, that's tough. If you yeah. if you don't know how to uh, market yourself, if you don't know how to uh, get yourself started, and nowadays you will see all these emails coming. If you pay for uh, so much, we will give you leads. If you pay for this much, we'll introduce you to businesses it has to come from you and yeah. but i don't none of us do that no, i've no. I, we we don't do i've never calls. made a cold call i've never purchased yeah. a lead and i think your service speaks for yourself. for yourself and word of mouth will always be the best thing for your business and i think um getting and, your name out there anyway, and, this is how Courtney and i met we met in a network group we did we yeah. became fast friends it's like a year and a half v, ago, v it's says, been twenty years. But. Well, it feels like that, but yeah. I, I believe the words V said, "If you if you screw me, you get no more business from me." And you're, that sounds Russian, but that's not even your accent. But whatever. But um, <laughs> but it's true, right? Because yeah. we both value hard work and a and and a great work ethic. And if we send each other a client, we expect uh, the service to be impeccable. And I think growing your network with referral partnerships is a a great tool, but I also feel like there's people that don't understand that that doesn't happen overnight. It no. is not, hey, 
I know you now and we're Facebook friends, so send me business. It no. does not work that no, way. No. Um, you know, it's there's a lot of people that we all know in in the industry where we can get business from. And there's some people that I, I don't have a connection with. So it's hard for me to send them business. Um, and I think that maybe those are the people that try to find you on LinkedIn or try to find you on Facebook and want to send you messages right away to, to work with them. That that doesn't work, people. Don't do that. Don't do that. I, I get so upset when I get those LinkedIn or Facebook uh, connections. And I usually accept because you never you know. You never know. And then the first thing that the people say is, why don't you join my company and you can make this money and that uh, money is selling this product. Hello, who are you? Do I know you? I just go ahead and I block the person mm-hmm. and I delete because it's all about relationship. And I learned so much with Alexandra about that <laughs> because she treats her clients as family mm-hmm. like we do. And we know we know our clients, you know, at least we try. We want I think we want to I want to know. And and I, I yeah. want to ask questions. I want to know about your family and I want to know about your trips. And I want I want. I want you to feel like you can tell me those things. And a lot of people, that's not, they don't care. You know, they don't care. They, they hear from maybe their agent or their realtor or whatever, uh, at a holiday or at renewal. Mm -hmm. And, and I tried my best to make a point to reach out to my customers. So if, if they ever need me, they know I'm here. Well, and I saw something on, I think it was on Facebook last week and that just, you know, uh, was really strong that says, Hey, it's getting to the end of the year. You're going to buy gifts. Go back to that places where you go to ask for money for your kids team. Mm-hmm. Because you usually don't go to the big corporations and ask money for the right. t-shirts or for the trips. Go back to those business, to the, that coffee, to that restaurant in your neighborhood, to that, The lady you know, making the t-shirts and yes, the signs. And and- Facebook is being so powerful on the mom's group. I is I, I, amazed when people ask, I need this T-shirt. Who do you recommend? And you see all those moms giving recommendations and telling about other moms that can do the job. And when you buy a T-shirt for a small business owner, that money goes directly to that kid, mm-hmm. directly to that family. So I think that that's it's amazing. It's incredible. It's the same thing like, oh, I'm going to sell my house by myself because I don't want to pay the fee to the realtor. Come on, the realtor knows way more than you. Mm-hmm. And you are getting yourself out of a big legal problem or God knows what's coming next. Right. So let's help the small business. Well, and I think that's part of wealth. Wealth, you know, we talk about wealth. Wealth is not money. Wealth is knowledge. And as you're knowledgeable in your business and other people's business and you recommend and you do uh, work together, I have a process that my clients are my family and i'm telling you i go to the weddings i go to the burials i I go to the to the births and i'm a godmother for some of some of name after me so this is this is my family so i i cherish them i'm honored and i feel like they chose me mm-hmm. i did not choose mm-hmm. them out of all of out the of people, the people they in, have, in the they picked in, you they and picked that's me. i feel that too and so that's important to me so but neither here there we always talk about uh, what we think about and that's um wealth is not only money we need to live with money but wealth is also knowledge and, and i know ray's trying to get a word in edgewise over here i, I oh, see him shaking yes. his head what, so let's give what him what were some you going to say i was just going to say that when you bring you know for me is in in my business it's like i have a personal relationship with each one of my customers and 
whenever they introduce me to somebody else or reference me to somebody else, I spend time with them. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's it, it, yeah, money. You know, the wealth is money, and and the knowledge and that, and but but I, the joy of doing mm-hmm. what we do, of helping others. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, that's that that's awesome. That's why you do and it. That's why I do it. Yep. I really do. It's God is good. God yeah. is excellent. The, yes. people, the yes. people business is a tough business, and it's not it's yeah. not made for everybody because with that. You you take on a lot too, right? You absorb a lot of your clients' problems and their life. And there's there's some people that aren't built for that. You know, no. they cannot empathize without completely shutting down for a day mm. over somebody else's problems. And I think that to kind of a testimony to the three of us, I mean, we we hear a lot of stuff throughout the day and we still go on and help the next person and take care of mm-hmm. you know our each other and our and ourselves and our family. So And my husband's I love him. He's an engineer, but he cannot be in the people business right. because, you it know, he's just him. like, he, he would be overwhelmed. And he was like, sometimes I'm on the phone and I spend 30 minutes talking about everything and three minutes talking about the, the real business. Mm-hmm. And he was like, why? I said, because this is what I do and right. this is how things work. And the, the business that it's, is a consequence of the relationship right. because I, I it's, love that. The business know, is a consequence of the, of the I relationship. Love that. And then sometimes you look at that person, that person looked to you and it was like, we're not going to work well and together. That's okay. And that's okay. That is okay. That's sometimes okay. it's not a good fit. No. And and the thing is, if you've got a network, you know, and this, this is something for you and I, you work with other insurance property and casualty um, agents. agents. And I know other uh, people that are in the financial business. And sometimes... We can't maybe send somebody that we know their personality. We know it's not going to be a good fit or this other person's going to be a better relationship for them. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so yeah, so pretty much what we're just trying to say is you have that to share. We, you have to share and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we can just bring, we are, are sponsored by Miller Title, which is Roberto Perez. And I have to go back to him. He's a small businessman. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say small. I'm going to say, um, up and coming. Up and coming. Uh, there's three. He, he's involved with three title companies. This is a franchise. But he has done his customer service is so tremendous. He doesn't advertise. Everybody comes there because of his great ethics, mm-hmm. his knowledge. And he's small. I mean, he's a mm-hmm. small company. And you find that people are just standing sometimes in line in his office. To close. That's awesome. Because it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So we really and he appreciate it. can also him. do the closing in Spanish. That oh, is huge for the absolutely. Latino community. Yes. So, and here in this uh, in this little room, uh, we are, <clears throat> we speak several languages. <laughs> well, I don't. Yes, you do. Well, you speak Texans and You speak English. Boston. In Boston. 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 Pak the car. And, and we have. Pak the car. Do you know what a bubla is? A what? A bubla. What's no. a bubla? A bubbler. It's a water fountain. Never heard of it. Do you know what a pocketbook is? Oh. It's a purse. Ha! Look at Ray's even got a Red Sox hat. I wore that for you. Thank you. <laughs> oh. We are going to need to learn Boston. We need to go on a trip. 
We need to go on a trip. Okay. And I think you are getting ready to go on a trip, right, V? Yes. Tell us all about it. Yes. I'm ready to go, and I'm going to be out for two weeks, guys, but we're going to have someone sub here for me, Roberto, probably. Roberto will be here, will be here. I hope so. If not, what I'm going to do is... What are we going to do? No, Roberto, Roberto can you call in if we need you? What is the time difference? How does Uh, that work? Right now, it's just two hours, because we don't have... uh, We usually is four, but... Because of the new whatever they decide to do is just true. Oh, this was so funny. So V had posted this thing looking for clothes um, in one of the Facebook groups. And she says, hey, I'm going out of town. Um, We're looking for clothes. None of the stores have summer clothes and it's hot down there right now. If you have any opinion on whether I should travel or not, please let me know. Leave your information because if my trip gets canceled, I'm going to be spending it with you. And nobody <laughs> nobody commented on there because, you know, people want to get in sure, there and start sure. putting their input and stuff. So I thought we were cracking up about that. It was well, so funny. Everybody's being so, so quick now and give the answer, especially in giving an opinion, especially regarding you should trip, you should not trip, you should stay home. You should. So then I was like, please post your opinion. So if my my trip get canceled, I'm going to spend Christmas with you. Yes. <laughs> oh, sounds like a deal here. Is it going to be a Portuguese uh, Christmas or a USA It's going to be a Brazilian Christmas? Brazilian Christmas. Or a Brazilian, I'm yes, sorry. Yes, it's been a one year and a half, so I just want to eat Brazilian food over there. And <laughs> oh. I'm just like counting the, the minutes, the seconds, and I'm going to send a lot of pictures and... Well, I'm excited. I hope that it all works out. And we I hope it too. If not, I'll be crying for the next two weeks. So it's okay. Courtney will be so happy to have you back. I know. I'd be say. happy. Yes. I mean, I will be happy if it gets canceled. But let's recap. So we've Don't had Ray Cash on the show this yes. week. Yes. We're going to post his information, his picture. If anybody's looking for maybe Santa to call their kid, oh, yes. that's something um, here in the last few days that we can we can go ahead and set up for you. Um We've also got our Facebook page. We really need some some additional information on there from you. So like our page, share a story. If you've got some sort of testimonial, shoot us in a message or send us an email, Alexander and Friends, 660 at gmail.com. What was the, the question for the last week? I don't know. I'm trying oh, to remember. Was it the what Israel? Was the, no, 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 that, that was, was the week before. No. What was the question for last week? Producer Mike. Producer, remind us. Remember. We just speak was, so much that we cannot even Well, if remember. you remember the question, you have the answer. <laughs> Let us know. No, I'm going to ask a question here. When was Texas added to United States? Because What year? What year Texas was added Great to question. United States? Great question. Yeah. See? Very good, ladies. Thank you, Ray Cash. Thank you, Ray. We really appreciate it. We're glad that you're living life to to the fullest. We hope that you've inspired someone out there to do the same. Thank you. We thank you for coming here today and being Santa Claus and singing. Boy, that was a mm (laughs) voice. Thank you very, very much. And, of course, I celebrate Hanukkah and Christmas, so just know. Good for you. Okay. (laughs) So Hanukkah is just right around the corner. It is. Starts on the – well, actually – We'll be on. This is our second night of Hanukkah. So, Ooh. we thank you so much for coming to, and listening to our show. And don't forget to like us. V, what are you gonna? How are you gonna get us out of here today? Oh, have a great week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> have a good night. Thanks for listening. Thank you. been listening to Alexandra and Friends, your weekend fill of all topics that matter to you. 
Join us again next week at this same time for Alexandra and Friends on 660 AM, The Answer.